to the Contracting Officer Podcast. It's not just for contracting officers. If you're anywhere in the government acquisition world, this podcast is for you. And today's episode is brought to you by Skyway Acquisition. Visit skywayacq.com for more. All right, let's get started. Today we're talking technical evaluations, which is a, a critical element in, in every acquisition, every government buy. Mostly because the contracting officers are not technical experts. Uh, as a contracting officer, the decision to award is based on some technical ability. And that technical ability is documented in the technical evaluation or the tech eval. Before we get into tech evals, let's stop and say thanks. Thanks this week goes to Andrew Nicoletti. Andrew is a mission manager at United States Space Force. He's in the Troy, Michigan area. I want to thank Andrew for his feedback on our podcast and specifically for pointing out that we had not done an episode on the technical evaluation. After nearly 400 episodes, there's still topics we haven't covered. So thanks, Andrew, for the suggestion. Thanks, Andrew. All right, let's dive in. You, you already shortened it, abbreviated technical evaluation. Most times in the government world, they just say tech eval. That, that's, uh, you know, you got to save time. It's, it's not an acronym, but it, it's a good abbreviation. Time. And it, it, a technical evaluation is just what it sounds like. It is the technical review of something. And in this case, that something is a, is a contractor's proposal or, or the technical part, the portion of the proposal that, that talks about engineering details or, or what specifically this thing does and how it meets the requirements. It's, it's how a contractor intends to do something. The tech eval is, is the customer's assessment of the contractor's solution. It's the technical leads assessment of how the contractor is going to do something. Way back in episode 118, we explained the, the three deciders. There's the economic decider, the person that funds the contract, the customer, the, the user, the person that has the technical need, and the contracting officer. So each decider has a specific role in acquiring a product or service. The economic decider funds the contract, the customer has the requirement, and the contracting officer uses the economic decider's money to buy something that meets the requirement of the customer. They all work together. That's right. And, and the customer is the one writing that technical evaluation to say, yes, this meets my requirement. During a source selection or a negotiation of a, of a change to a contract, the technical evaluation is, is one of the key responsibilities of the, of the customer. Like you said, the technical evaluation is how the customer or whoever is writing the technical evaluation in support of the customer, it, it, it's how they document their confidence that the contractor can do the work that they claim in the proposal or that the, the, what they claim they're going to do will actually meet the requirements that we're, we're trying to, to satisfy here. The tech eval is important because contracting officers are not or, or tend not to be experts in, in the technical stuff. Like we're, we're experts, well, I say we, when I was a contracting officer. So contracting officers are or are supposed to be experts in the acquisition stuff. They know how to buy things. The technical evaluation, that's the customer's explanation to the contracting officer whether a proposal actually meets a technical solution or, or whether a proposal or whether a proposed solution is going to meet the overall requirement. So the contracting officer knows the FAR, knows how to award a contract, but they don't know this stuff. They don't know, they don't know the, the technical solution. How else would a contracting officer know whether the technical solution 
that the contractor proposed is possible or, or, or is based in reality, it's reasonable, et cetera, without someone who knows the technical side. That's the point of the tech eval. Because the contracting officer has to rely on this tech eval to make decisions like, whom do we award the contract to? How much do we pay <laughs> for this product or service? Uh, how long will it take the contractor to actually do the work? They said it's going to be two weeks. Is that reasonable? I have no idea because I'm not the technical expert. There's a lot of key elements that are related to cost, schedule, and performance that the contracting officer is not an expert in. Yeah. In general, contracting officers are, are not likely to fully understand all the nuances of, of what they're, they're buying, right? Most contracting officers do not have an engineering degree or they aren't, aren't pilots that, 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 you know, have, have flown these missions. Yeah. I've, I've bought aircraft, body armor, training services, software development, helicopters, vehicles, test facilities, training software, dry suits, oxygen generators, all kinds of junk cars that, that the Navy SEALs had got to blow up. I bought all kinds of stuff. In every case, the definition of, of good enough, or, or at least partially that definition, was made by the customer's evaluation. Like, I, you don't want me to be the person that decides whether or not an oxygen generator is going to work. I have to trust a technical expert to do that. Yeah. The, the, the other option, the other side, if, if, if you do let the contracting officer decide, it's kind of scary if you want me to evaluate whether the uh, this new design for the nuclear reactor on the submarine is uh, is actually a, a, a safe design or, or feasible to, to construct, right? Yes, that's not your skill set. Not a good idea. And tech evals aren't just for the fun of it. it it's actually a requirement. I don't know. It doesn't have to be a requirement. Uh, I wouldn't, wouldn't think that the FAR would need to cover that. A contracting officer might still want someone that's smarter than them on a topic to, to review it, but it happens to be in the FAR. And in FAR Part 15, where we're talking about contracting by negotiation, this is where, where major source selections are conducted. 15.305 is proposal evaluation. That's the name of that section talks about cost and price and past performance and 15305A3 getting down in the weeds is technical evaluation, which says the source selection record shall include an assessment of each offerer's ability to accomplish the technical requirements and a summary matrix or, or qualitative ranking with supporting narratives of each technical proposal compared to the evaluation factors, not to each other. You don't compare the proposals to each other. You compare them to the evaluation factor. And going back to the contracting officer piece, you don't want me as the contracting officer writing that matrix. You want somebody with, with a technical understanding of the technical requirements. So right, right there is the far language that doesn't say contracting officer doesn't do this, but it, it basically says a technical person needs to. This also happens in contract modifications and specifically modifications where both sides have to agree to a change, not not a not a change order, which can be issued just by a contracting officer, which we've covered in different episodes, but a supplemental agreement where both sides agree, the contracting officer and the contractor both sign the modification. In order to do that, they need to negotiate the the modified terms of the contract, and that may be more than the contracting officer is ready to evaluate on their own. I wanted to say capable of, I think they're capable of it, but they may not have the training or the background to do it uh, adequately. The contract officer is going to need some context. 
on all of the things that we talked about. Can this actually satisfy the solution? Does this seem like the right amount of work to do this job, right? The contracting officer gets that context from the technical evaluation. Let's quickly pause and talk acquisition and execution time zones. When does this occur during the acquisition process? It kind of starts in the market research zone. The evaluation criteria that drive the tech eval, they're identified during the market research zone. During the market research zone is where the, the government decides what are these evaluation criteria going to be? And then we're going to stick with those same evaluation criteria throughout this process. So the technical evaluation is going to be written on the decisions that are made in the market research zone. Even though it's called the, we call it the market research zone, this is where the request for proposal, the solicitation is being written, right? So that, that's where you decide what the requirements are and how you're going to evaluate whether or not contractors' proposals meet those requirements. In the selection zone, this is where that evaluation takes place. The contracting officer relies on the technical evaluation to decide who to award to based on evaluation against the criteria that we decided back in the market research zone and included in our solicitation. You don't get to make up new ones during the selection zone. In the execution time zones, if we're negotiating contract changes, this is during the performance zone, the second of the execution time zones, where most of the work is done. That's the point where you might have a proposal for a contract change and a technical evaluation to help the contracting officer negotiate a, a fair price for that change. Oftentimes when I was managing contracts, the customer wanted a change. So they asked the they asked me to request a proposal from the contractor. Contractor gives me the proposal. I can analyze parts of it, but does this meet your requirement? That response of yes, it does or does not shows up in what's called a tech eval. So that's this happens a lot after award. And if you're not familiar with the acquisition and execution time zones, we cover those in episodes number three and 372, respectively. We spent a lot of time on the podcast talking about the importance of context to government folks and industry folks. Context on what's happening in the acquisition process. This is kind of a layer down, not just context on the process, but context on one piece of the process, on the technical proposal part of the process. As we've discussed, this applies to both competitive acquisitions through the acquisition time zones, as well as contract changes, which happen in the execution time zones. Either way, the contracting officer needs context on is this technical proposal reasonable, effective, et cetera. When I think about technical evaluations, it's during source selections where, where you've laid out evaluation criteria, it's pretty straightforward. The technical evaluator looks at the proposal and tries to, to find the areas of the proposal that satisfy the evaluation criteria and the requirements that we laid out. It's more complicated when you have a contract change where there's, there's no specific criteria to evaluate against. I worked a lot of, of major system acquisitions. I know you worked some too, Kevin. But it's very common to have have multi-million dollar changes to to a, a big system. I don't even want to think about how many zeros were in, in the some of those in, in the dollars in some of those changes. But the changes could be pretty complex. It's not just like take this car and put put another axle and two more wheels on it. It could be really in-depth. I had no idea what even some of the words meant. I, 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 I learned a bit about uh, satellite en engineering, but uh, not, not enough. <laughs> not enough to evaluate by myself. But 
the point I'm trying to slowly get to here is there's no map for the technical evaluator. So you'd get really good technical evaluations that read like an engineering textbook, or you could get really poor technical evaluations. I, I used to joke with, with the other contracting officers, the, the primary form of technical evaluation that I, I'd get would, it would basically say, eh, it looks good to me. <laughs> okay. Not helpful, right? You're going to have to go a little bit deeper because I could have said, yeah, that looks pretty good, but I don't know anything about it. Tell me why it looks good. Yeah. It's context. And some of the smaller acquisitions, like the the you know, what we call the the middle group, the under fifteen million ones that, that I that I did, we got to a point where we would do. We're talking about our childhood a bit here, but like we would almost do it like a Mad Lib of this record. This action meets the following evaluation criteria because blank. That's what I want a technical evaluation to look like because I need to know. We asked them to do this. Show me that they did it. Show me how well they did it. Show me why. Once the engineering folks understood that, they're like, oh, okay, I can fill that in. But if you just said, tell me what you think, they'll say, looks good. So there's, <laughs> again, context. So, so it's like, it's, it's the, the old fill in the blank, like this, and then a blank with, with noun underneath it. This banana <laughs> yeah. meets the requirements of the, <laughs> that's funny. The tech eval Mad Lib. Tech eval Mad Lib. Yeah, well, I, maybe I should have done that. It would have gotten me more than looks good to me. Industry folks, why are technical evaluations important to you? This is how the government gets context on your solution, your, your proposal, your approach to satisfying the requirements. The more detail, the more clarity you can provide to the, the evaluators, the easier it'll be for them to document why, why this is valuable to the government and explain it to the contracting officer so that the contracting officer can make the award to you, whether it's competitive or sole source or contract change. Tech eval is where the customer documents whether you have the technical sale. Like in other words, they want to award to you. And we talk about the technical versus business sale way back in episode 222. But if the technical team, uh, the customer, right, the, of the three deciders, if, if they can't provide a tech eval that shows why you should win, it's going to be really hard for the contracting officer to make the case <laughs> that, that you should win because they have to make that determination. When you write your proposal, Make it easy to map your solution to the requirements and the evaluation criteria in the solicitation or in, I guess, if it's a contract change, you probably have a request for proposal for the contract change as well. This is super important because if you do it right, the technical reviewer may just cut and paste your proposal language right into their te technical evaluation. If that happens... That's a win right there. They're they're not giving their own interpretation of it. They're just saying, "Yep, this is it. I'm gonna this is this meets it, and I'm gonna put it right on my tech eval." That's how you know you're. That's the next level proposal writing right there. You've written the tech eval Mad Lib for them. You've already filled in all the blanks for them, and I think we've filled in all of our time for today. So let's wrap this up, Kevin. Four keys to remember is know, tech, know what tech evals are. Okay? The tech eval is an evaluation of the proposal in accordance with the evaluation criteria so the contracting officer can understand it or the assessment of a change proposal so they can award a contract. Also understand who conducts these. Again, not the contracting officer, not the economic decider, the customer, the user, the engineering support personnel, whoever is the technical guru on what is being done. Yeah, it might not be the actual user 
it it might be support contractors, right? That that are in the acquisition office that are doing the evaluation. And it doesn't have to be the customer themselves. It might be the soldiers in the field that are going to use this stuff that the customer is representing, right? The soldiers might actually get in there and, and give their own opinions of what's going on. But, but the point is, Kevin, it's not the contracting officer that's doing this. Yeah. Somebody who understands what, what, what the requirement is. It's also important to understand when these happen. These happen in the selection zone, like after proposals are received and before award. But they are a critical piece that you don't get to award if you don't have some kind of a technical evaluation in most cases. This is why it takes so long, even if it's a change proposal to a contract. After you submit it, there's an evaluation and a documentation that has to take place, right? It's not just like you submit it, they go, oh, it's $5 for this change, I'll take it. There's a little paperwork that has to be done. Yeah, we did a episode way back when on what a source selection evaluation board report is. That is a specific type of tech eval, and it takes a while, to your point. Yeah, on major systems, I would get tech evals that were pages and pages and pages long that I would have to then translate into a negotiation plan, right? Get get all the notes down so that we could sit down with the the contractor and talk through all these different points. It can be really in-depth. Okay, so you said four keys, no no tech evals, know what they are, who conducts them, when they happen, what's the fourth one? The last one is know the significance of the tech eval. It's how the contracting officer gets context, and you and I footstop context a lot, right? This is how the contracting officer gets context on whether to sign the contract. To whether awarded this company or to approve this contract change, they're getting context on does this meet the requirement that it's my job to fulfill with using a contract vehicle. Right. And if your proposal, if you've written a proposal that is really impossible to interpret, to, to figure out what you really mean, it's it's going to be difficult for the technical evaluators to evaluate it and give that context to the contracting officer. So this again goes back to being clear in your proposals and mapping them to the the criteria, the evaluation criteria and the requirements that have been presented to you. So clarity up front leads to faster and more clear technical evaluation, which leads to awards to your company. Makes everyone's lives easy. Oh, easy. Greasy, greases the process. All right, that's it for today, Kevin. I'll talk to you soon. All right, I'll see you, Paul. Okay, that's it for today's episode. If you'd like to listen to more podcasts about this topic or similar topics, we've organized our podcasts into playlists, Go to skywayacq.com slash COP for Contracting Officer Podcast, and you can find playlists organized by topics and by time zone. Thanks again for joining us, and we'll see you next time.